On November 15th, 2023, day three of season 99 of Learned League, we learned of a territory in the South Pacific Ocean named after most of the land area that is now the country of Scotland. I'm Ben Rothenberg, and I later learned about why places like New Caledonia kept being named after old places by the mostly British Europeans who landed there. And after learning more, I'm ready to harp a bit about one of the less commonly expressed complaints about colonialism, lazy unoriginality. The more obvious route to pick for this episode talking about the name New Caledonia would probably have been to dig into Caledonia, the Latin name for Scotland that's still used for romantic references to the region, and how that name Caledonia derived from the hardy tribe that lived up there, uh, the Caledons, because of whom Hadrian had to build the wall to protect his land in England. But instead, I got hung up on the new part of New Caledonia. James Cook named the island New Caledonia after spotting it from his ship in 1774, because the mountainous northeast coast reminded him of his father's native Scotland as he sailed past. This homesick guy yearning for home from a boat is a hecking goofy reason for this island to still have been called New Caledonia for the next 250 years, honestly. New Caledonia has almost nothing in common with Scotland as a place. It's a tropical island where the winters are about 7 degrees Fahrenheit, warmer than most Scottish summers, and when it finally was colonized by Europeans, it was done by the French, not the British. So now it mostly gets called Nouvelle Calédonie nowadays by the locals. And it wasn't even the first significant place named for a form of New Scotland. That was Nova Scotia, which was a Scottish, not English, colony that was chartered more than 150 years earlier than New Caledonia, back in 1621. They used the Latin name to sound fancy, and it worked, honestly. Uh, Nova Scotia, with its Latin name, sounds like a moon on Mars or something. French Canadians don't use the Latin. They just say the French for New Scotland, which is Nouvelle Ecosse. Still pretty cool, but considerably less Martian. Unlike New Caledonia, Nova Scotia was really a kind of new Scotland, founded by Scotland sort of to be an expansion of Scotland into a similar place, with a similar-ish climate at a similar-ish latitude, a true bonus Scotland across the Atlantic. But most of the new territories showing up were not like that. Eastern North America got a lot of, quote, new places around that time, and not all for the same reasons. If you go down the coast from Nova Scotia, you'll soon hit New Brunswick, then New England, which includes New Hampshire, then New York, and New Jersey. They all kind of have different reasons for picking those places. New Brunswick was named in honor of King George III of England. King George III of England, if you're wondering, was not also the namesake of the state of Georgia, if you're wondering. That was his grandfather, George II. George III, one of his many titles, was being Prince Elector of Brunswick-Lüneburg in what's now German territory. Brunswick being the city we now just use the German name of Braunschweig on the rare occasions we need to refer to it. King George had all of Britain and Ireland under his realm too at that time, but for whatever reason, they thought his Braunschweig holding was what needed replicating in this new Brunswick. Uh, just south of there, New England, what is now a six-state region, was more similar to the idea behind Nova Scotia. It was founded as New England as one of the first English colonies by a bunch of English people. John Smith named it New England as early as 1616, and it was made official in 1620 in Plymouth. New England was distinguished for being English from the other Dutch colonies to its west and south. Old New York was once New Amsterdam, and why they changed it, I can say. When the English took over in 1664, they wanted to name it in honor of the Duke of York, who later became King James II. Unlike Brunswick, which was kind of a tertiary holding for George III of England, York was at least James's biggest holding when New York got its name. 
the Big Apple was not small potatoes to him. New Jersey was two other new things in its older times. It was part of the larger Dutch holding called New Netherlands, and there was also a part of what's now southwestern New Jersey called New Sweden during Sweden's briefer foray into colonialism. New Sweden basically took up a lot of what is now the greater Philadelphia area, and the flag of Philadelphia, if you look, is still blue and yellow in honor of its Swedish past. But anyhow, back to New Jersey. Jersey, an island of the English Channel, was picked as the namesake by the British because King Charles II had spent some exile time on the island of Jersey, and he had a lovely stay there by all accounts. So once he was king, and he had all this formerly Dutch and Swedish land to give away, he gave a big chunk of it to Sir George Carteret, who was the governor of Jersey, the island, and named it New Jersey in his honor. New Jersey, early on, occasionally tried to get in on the whole Latin action, like their Samini neighbors to the northeast in Nova Scotia. Early coins in New Jersey were minted with the words Nova Caesarea, because they believed that Jersey was originally named after Caesar, and slowly got morphed and anglicized into Jersey. That hasn't really stuck. Caesars, the casino in Atlantic City, if you're wondering, isn't named after any of that. It was just a chain from the one in Las Vegas. Maybe Atlantic City would be doing better if they had just named it New Las Vegas at some point instead. The goofiest new state in America, though, for my money, has to be New Mexico. It was originally named Nuevo Mexico by the Spanish as they expanded northward after conquering the Aztec Empire, which had been ruled by the Mexica people. But the Mexica people didn't live up in what's now New Mexico, so it didn't make tons of sense then, and it makes even less sense now. Now it's totally incongruous. As a U.S. state, it's just in no way whatsoever currently a new version of Mexico. It's actually land that used to be Mexico, and is no longer Mexico. I was thinking about this at length today as I was preparing this, and eventually decided that it should be considered maybe a kind of typo, just off by a single letter on a QWERTY keyboard. Instead of being New Mexico, N-E-W Mexico, maybe it was meant to be Nay Mexico, N-E-E Mexico. You know, like they used to show someone's maiden name? Yeah, Nay Mexico is a much more accurate name for somewhere that started out as a part of Mexico and then had an arranged marriage to another country. Thank you for listening to I Later Learned. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe. We're already on all the big podcast distribution sites like Apple and Spotify. Please leave reviews there. That also helps people find us as well and tell your friends in your Learned League rundles and elsewhere uh, if you enjoyed this. We're also on Twitter at I Later Learned, and you can email the show at ilaterlearned at gmail.com. Until tomorrow, here's to learning. <laughs>